my brother. I, uh, I've watched I watched some stuff recently mm-hmm. in terms of anime that's been a little bit uh, I don't know. Like I watched it and I'm kind of in a bag of mixed feelings right now. Same, man. <laughs> like I did a a short term binge watch, watch one um one series from episode one to four, and I'm just like, <sighs> okay. Oh, is this is this a new one we didn't discuss yet? <laughs> no, no, it's one we discussed. You watched it, and I didn't. Really? Yeah. Oh damn! I can't wait to hear about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. All right, well, let's roll right into it, Dan. Let's uh, start this episode off right. Mic check, one, two, one, two. My sweet wife Is that you? Uh-huh. I don't know why I decided to go Little Wayne right there. Mic check, mic check, waifu, waifu, tell. Is that you? Dude, I thought I was talking to Little Wayne for a second. I couldn't even. Easy, baby. <laughs> What's up there, boy? Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Ah, oh, man, I'm chilling. Hopefully, I'm not coming down with a slight cold. So if my voice sounds a little bit different, I'm sorry, listeners. I love you. Welcome to episode seven. Yes, yeah, seven. Episode seven of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Ah, uh, it's your boy Polo Bornfly on all social media. And it's your boy Montel King Teliano on uh, what's that? Twitter and Naughty yeah. Gentleman on Instagram. You don't remember your Twitter, brother? Bruh. Nah. <laughs> I'm I'm real good at a picture or two, but the tweets, I'm not perfect at it yet. I'm figuring yeah. it out though. I'm getting there. <laughs> Follow my boy on Twitter. Can't tell you. So this is episode seven of My Check Waifu Waifu. You can get every episode of My Check Waifu Waifu on any podcast services that you like to listen to it on. Um, it comes uh on YouTube. The latest episode comes on YouTube a week later. Not necessarily a week, about six days later on Sunday. Which is doing pretty good too, which is strange. We got um, our- also, yeah, I was gonna say also, just so you guys know, um, Mike Check Waifu Waifu uh, group page on Facebook. Yeah, that boy's shaking too. I, I went on there for like 10 seconds. <laughs> Solid 10 seconds. A whole 10 seconds. <laughs> I just had to say thank y'all so much for joining that group and just talking anime. That shit is so, so dope. I wish I could tolerate Facebook long enough to stick on it, but. Hopefully, we get some more active people on it, including my co-host. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, right. Just, uh, you know, just um, block everybody on Facebook and just only use it for the mic check. Wife I just Facebook might page. have to do that, bro. Even my family. Like, I love my family to death, but they're the reason why I instantly delete Facebook the moment I get on it. I know. <laughs> you told me. I know. It's nerve-wracking. But anyway, we're here to talk about some anime. I'm sure y'all heard about what Tell just said. He went on a quick binge or something. But before oh, we get man. into that, I have to mention, I have finally watched hmm. Astro Lost in Space Episode 1. Uh-huh. Oh, man, it could, man, it could not be just any better. <laughs> it just couldn't be any better, bro. I want to clap. I want to clap so bad. <laughs> Astro Lost in Space is probably going to be one of my favorite anime. Just, be, just off the start, bro. I mean, it got a little frenzy at the end, but it's still so dope. You don't even I, see it right now. I'm dancing. <laughs> I'm, you fucking shit up over there. Yo, I'm, I'm, up. I'm hype. Really rock from the left to the right. <laughs> no, for real, though. That anime is dope. And I know. Listen, tell 
I know you don't like dub, but there's a there's a there's an African American voice actor that plays a I think his name is Ogre, and he's so good, dude. He is so good. and I I I was just so proud because it's finally been a time like it's rare that you know an African American voice actor for the dubs sound or fit in anime. You know what I mean? Because it's just yeah. we're just not as portrayed as as we should be in anime. Our so, voices are too deep, you know. Exactly, exactly. But this voice fits so perfectly with the character. I look forward to every voice line that he says just because it's it's just, I don't and know, it's dope. They got him an Astro Lost in Space? Yes, dude. He's he's ogre. He's the dude with the, uh, uh, that wears the all black in the hat, the beanie. I might, I might check it out. Oh, yeah, I might check to. it out. He's so uh, very good, man. I'm already <laughs> caught up on the, the dubs, so I might go back and watch it. I mean, on the subs. I'm caught up on the subs. So I might go back and check out the dub to see what's happening. Yeah, that first episode is really good. A lot of good voice actors. But, well, I just told you it was good in general. Yeah, 100%. No, the show is phenomenal. Oh, my God. Let's let's talk about this first episode. Let's do it. Okay, so this first episode starts off with this girl named uh, Aries, who's a freaking ditz, which is cool. It's it's not, like, too much of a ditz, but she's ditzy, and it's it shows. And it's, and it's kind of endearing. Like, it's kind of adorable, right? And uh, she's going to a space camp, which is something that's, like, in the far future, which is something new to, you know, new to the series, but she goes to space camp um, and she kind of runs into like one of the space camp people. I, I don't even want to get into that. I want to get to the meat of the, of the situation. <laughs> yeah. The meat of the situation is when she gets to space camp, they go to this planet. This planet is like a, uh, what they call it? Like a, like a nature a, re- reserve. Yeah. Per se. That's, a, how, that's, that's how they treat planets in the future, I guess. Yeah. It's like how we got the Metro parks and stuff like that. Exactly. So that's how they treat planets. It took them only four hours to get there because they, of course, use warp speed, which is dope. I can't wait to the future. Maybe right, maybe. light travel and whatnot. Yeah, so maybe one day. But they, they get to this planet and something crazy happens. And what's crazy is that this big ball of just light starts to, like, eat them, essentially. Starts to eat the, the, uh, the students of this trip. And they're all like, they're just like, yo, what the hell is going on? Once the, the ball of light eats them, they're flung into just space. They're just in space uh, orbiting a completely different planet. And that's what we figure out later on that it's like, what, what do you say, 5,000 light years away from their uh, original destination? Yeah, um, I think they say it's gonna, it would take them at least like 30 days of straight travel to get back home. Right. But the issue is, well, I guess we should start off with first, everybody's floating in space. They all come together and they find this abandoned spaceship and they get on the abandoned spaceship, except for Ares. Ares is actually still floating in space because her suit is damaged. Yeah, and find is a little is a little harsh right here because they really didn't find it. They just saw it. It just happened to be there. (laughs) It just happened to be there and around them. What's crazy is that, like, they didn't quite understand what was going on with that ball of light, but they later on in the episode discovers like if if the new captain, which is a, a student who was like all about being a captain, but nobody was like trying to hear him or nobody was wanting him to be the captain. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't tell them to put on their, their helmets when he did. They will all be like dead. And yeah. I mentioned that in the episode, which is just crazy to me. Like this, this show turned into gravity super quick. Back to Aries. <laughs> Back to Aries. Aries was floating around in space. Her suit got damaged, so she didn't have her thrusters like everybody else did, nor could she communicate with everybody else because her suit was damaged. 
So she's the only one left still floating around the space while everybody made it to the abandoned ship. Once they make it to the abandoned ship and realize the areas isn't with them, the dude that wanted to be the captain so bad, one of the main, like, one of the main, main head characters, decides, like, I'm going to go after her somehow. And they're all trying to convince him, like, look, you can't. Yeah, you'll never make it him. back. They're basically telling Kanata he's never going to make it back. Exactly. Because doesn't he doesn't have enough fuel. Yep. Enough thruster fuel to go reach her. So they actually find this, uh, what is it, a harness, I guess you can call it? like a. It was like some uh, roper, essentially. Like, I think it was like a metal rope or something. Yeah. And he essentially goes out on a metal rope. And they talk about how he can only boost, you know, a few times a second in order for him not to run out of fuel to reach her. So he's reaching her. He's coming after her. He's reaching out to her. But the cord isn't long enough. It's just out of reach because, of course, with her momentum, she's still floating away while he's floating towards her. So he he's floating towards her and the, the rope gets snagged. He takes off the rope and then literally gravity gravity is way to, to her or Martian, whichever movie you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> gravity is way to her, grabs her, and then uh, they try to float back and they realize, hey, like, he boosts, wait, he boosts back just enough to where he can, like, get the angle. But Ugar, which is the voice actor I was just talking about earlier, yeah. just mentioned, hey, you're not going to make it because your trajectory your traje- trajectory like, is slightly it's like, off. It's like five degrees off. Yeah, but, like, um, like I guess it's all relative because there's no yeah. north, south, east, or west. But he's going to float past the ship, basically. And the uh, the student body or whatever on his class trip, which is about, what, eight of them? Yes, eight there's eight, eight, eight of eight them. Of, okay, yeah. So they all come together and like do a human, uh, what they call a human link chain. Yeah. And they reach out and they, they grab it and they save or whatever. Yeah. But man, this show is phenomenal. This is, again, this is what one of the animes where the first episode is 50, is, no, it was actually 47 minutes. Exactly. And they benefited strongly from that dude. It is a solid 47 minutes. Like, oh, such good 47 I f- minutes. I feel like almost all of it was pretty much enjoyable. Like, the yes. character introductions was good. Like, mm-hmm. you, you instantly get to meet who is the douchebag character, who yep. is the cool character, um, who might be the, the standout character, yep. all that kind of stuff. And they do it in a, and they, they don't really, you don't really know who the characters are, but it's subtle. It's super subtle. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like the way, way they have, like, leave room. For future episodes to get to know the characters, which I mean, you're already what four episodes ahead. Episode four, I'm on episode four. <laughs> okay, so three episodes ahead of me right now. But I, I was gonna say, yeah, that, that that's where my question was gonna be next is, uh, where are you? Like, where is the dub at? The dub is that the first episode for the dub? The dub yeah, the dub just hit first episode. Okay, now um, we do know this show broadcast on um, Wednesdays, Wednesdays at um 2100 or yeah. uh nine o'clock. Come on, but um. <laughs> But um, the really cool thing, like about this, and you'll see this as it gets to the next later episodes, is that how they kind of introduce themselves amongst like the group is super cool. And this is one of those shows that I can't wait for Polo to get to get further through because he's definitely going to enjoy it. Yeah, and I'm I'm sorry, man. The dub just made me fall in love. Like I can hey. I can wait for the dub now. <laughs> like, I, I don't, get it, bro. I could go so, but I'm like, yo, these I'm attached to these voice actors now. Like, they're so good. Especially Ugar, man. He doesn't even have a Twitter. I wanted to tw- tweet him and tell him how good his voice is. I think his name is uh, Christopher Dontrell or something like that. Or Dontrell Christopher. 
something like that. It might be reversed, but he's a good voice actor. He doesn't have a Twitter, so he should definitely get on Twitter. I congratulate him on getting that role, and he's doing a hell of a job. He was Tell him actually, how awesome he is. Exactly. He was actually, uh, he played, I don't, this is, I looked it up because I was looking up his ID, IMDB page. He's actually played the um, the one character in, like, I think it was like Batman versus Superman, who was protesting against Superman. <laughs> and he says, like, like, one line, but the one line, like, carried through the movie because it was so deep. But it was hey. he's pretty good. He's pretty good. So <laughs> nah. so uh how how about this really quick? Mm-hmm. That first episode. Yeah. How many waifus out of ten? A hundred percent nine. Nine waifus <laughs> out of ten. Now the only reason why it's not in ten is because I mean I, I guess the beginning was super kind of like lethargic, but it was it still did some great character development, but it's definitely a nine for me. Okay. It's definitely yeah. one of the best first episodes of any anime i watched yeah I, I would say the only first episode that got me better was the first episode of attack on titan yeah <laughs> other oh, than that absolutely. other than that like this is one of the first one of the best first episodes i've seen like i would give attack on titan a 10 out of 10 this one is solid i agree nine white who's out of 10 a hundred percent so before we continue on with the anime we watched i do i almost forgot about this already Astro Lost in Space had me going. But the $25 Verve e-gift card giveaway is done. It's over. I'm ready to announce the winner. We're going to announce the winner right now, which is a few minutes into the podcast. So hopefully you let, listen to this far. But the winner of the $25 Verve gift card is... Oh, they don't use their name. But I have the winner. <laughs> I have the winner's email. Um, his probability of winning was an 8.96% chance. Nice. I mean, that's not bad. No, not bad at all. So uh, I'm going to send you an email with the uh, with the Verve gift card. Congratulations to you. The email is crazy, so I'm not going to read it on the air, but congratulations. Make sure you tweet at me. Let me know you got the, uh, the gift card. and We'll go from there. 24 entries. Wow, nice. Congratulations to you. Um, we appreciate you for listening. I hope you listened and not just did the giveaway. That would suck. <laughs> oh, they definitely listened. <laughs> but let's get back into this anime. What no. you got for me, Tell? Uh I watched um a show you you kind of been enjoying a bit. Um oh. com- commonplace the world's strongest. Yeah. And I just I, watched I'm the watching, episode two today, the dub. Yeah, I'm watching subs. Mm. Uh and I watched four episodes. Two episodes ahead of me, yeah. <sighs> brother, brother, brother. Was I wrong? Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm like in my I'm in a bag of mixed feelings here. Okay, okay. So like nah, I'm only two episodes in, so we can only talk about the first. I, I'm not I'm not gonna hit you with no spoilers. Um, okay. you're two episodes in, but uh, you want me to tell you where where that is for me? If you yeah, don't just remember, t- tell me tell me exactly where that is. <laughs> okay, so where that is is he he meets the uh, UA, which is yeah the the girl, the girl who's talking. Yeah, at the was it the bottom? Was that actually the hundredth floor? Or no, no, that was the fiftieth floor. That was only no, because nah, the dragon the tele- But the dragon teleported them to sixty five, didn't he? Mm-mm. That's the fifth. That they're not at the hundredth floor yet. Oh, okay. So they they must have mentioned that in the later episodes. Okay, yeah, but yeah, I, he, yeah. He frees you, eh? Uh huh. That's what. That's that's where right. it pretty much ends. So, um, I'm just gonna give a, a few little things that I saw okay. that I liked and I didn't like. Okay. So the first good thing. 
um, was the intro. Uh, that intro song is actually great. Uh, yeah, I, I thought like I liked when the beat switches. That was really good. Um, <laughs> but I will say the first episode didn't necessarily hook me in. Mm. Like, like I, I like the idea, you know, um, kind of the idea that he was uh, lost in this dungeon, especially yeah. since I'm a D and D player. Oh, uh, yeah, true. He lost in this. He's lost in this dungeon. Um, it reminded me though of the time I was reincarnated as a slime. Because he eats, like you said this though, he eats yeah. the monster and gains their power. Mm-hmm. But I actually like that idea. Um, it would have, I really liked also that they didn't um, show us all of his level progression because it doesn't necessarily show us how he got to, to like the 50th floor so fast and whatnot. It kind of just says he's at the 50th floor and this is what he's doing to get that strong or whatever, but it didn't necessarily show us all the monsters and everything he fought in between because that would take forever. I'm assuming. Um, yeah, probably. And what they did was between episodes one and two, they kind of squeezed in some, uh, some lore from when they were in school. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I, I actually really enjoyed that too. Uh, getting to see the, uh, the background of the characters, their teacher, uh, find out about their gods, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in episode two, they talk about the different beings, though. You just know about the demons, right? Yeah, all I know is, all, right. all I know is he looks like a demon. He didn't. They didn't really say. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I like. I actually like all of that, the lore aspect and everything. Um, but I hated the CGI. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay yeah i mean cgi is never really great in anime but you i mean you realize why they do that it's cheaper yeah yeah <laughs> but it looks like straight trash um yeah it doesn't look great 100 percent. i would have just preferred they drew drew everything it looks like it looks like what is it it looks like 19 early 1990s when they first got cg going like, do you remember uh, the the live the, the original Power Ranger movie? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's That's like exactly it's, what it looks like. It's worse than that though. Yeah, like, yeah, it is. It's bad. <laughs> like, uh, it's worse it's than like that. Partially shell shaded. It's shell shaded. It's not great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do like uh, Hajime in general as a character. I think he's pretty. He's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I want you to see more of what he kind of goes to. Okay. Because I'm, I've already seen like episode four and whatnot. I know. Does it get uh, darker? I mean, uh, uh, I mean, no. Mm, okay. <laughs> Not him specifically, but like, you know, he definitely sees some some changes. Like he's doing stuff to fight. It definitely gives me a uh, a mix of. I was reincarnated as a slime mixed with uh how to not summon a demon lord ah uh, yeah but it actually does things that like they're not doing that neither of those are doing mm. so it kind of feels it kind of feels natural in a way okay yeah so I mean, so from i'll what give I it see that. so far it is yeah I, I, it feels actually pretty natural in a way i'm excited because the next episode that i'm going to see not the next episode you're going to see they are going to be outside of the uh or hopefully out, out of the dungeon. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. So it's it's four episodes and then they finally getting out. 
I hope so. <laughs> Cause I'm tired. I'm tired of this dungeon, bro. I'm ready. For, I'm ready to see something different. Mm, so that's probably why most people don't. I mean, most people don't like it from the reviews I'm looking at on. Uh, they don't like it, but that, that's a tough crowd to please. Like, I'm yeah. I'm not saying it's bad by any means. Like that. The my main my main detractor is the CGI is trash. Like, yeah. Give me something different. Um, I would definitely not rate it with my anime list has it rated at like 14,000 people and they scoring it at 6.3. Yeah. That's, I don't think it's that bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's that bad. This most recent episode had me, had me going. I mean, episode two. I don't yeah. know why it's most recent. Yeah. No, I mean, that's most recent for dub, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I love like, so, um, I don't know if you realize this trend, but like the trend for anime is either a, well, we know this is either a, um, if someone's super overpowered or B, someone's underpowered and becomes super powerful. Right. Just like with my hero, this one is one of those where, oh no, he has this super weak power and yeah. now he's super strong. I enjoy this. I enjoy that concept. I like seeing people grow and graduate right. to strength. His Instead progression of, though was super fast. Exactly. And that's because it's only 12 episodes. So yeah. that's obviously why, because they couldn't get more episodes, but you're, I mean, you're 100% right. It's way too quick. But I, again, I, I still feel like it's well-paced because it's yeah. like we we understand the situation he's in. He's trapped. He's doing whatever he can to survive after the beginning being so, like, terrible for him. Like Yeah, and, and I was going to say, I'm not even going to say his progression is too fast because, like, if you think about it, how he's doing this is he's eating mm-hmm. creatures he's defeated and then drinking holy water essentially right after. Right. And I'm assuming that's some kind of cellular breakdown where he puts those nutrients into his body. He gains a level, something like that, right? Right, um, which can be duplicated, hopefully. Yeah, unless he's, you, you know. he's eating every creature that comes past him. I low-key, when I saw episode two, I was like, oh, I hope he eats his little girl. And I know that sounds, oh, <laughs> I know that sounds horrible. <laughs> but it's, it, it, it makes sense when you get to the third episode. You can be like, oh, yeah, I hope. Oh, I hope damn. so. <laughs> wow <laughs> it's That's like you really don't want it like i'm not i'm not i'm not joking like, you don't want that you don't really want him to do that but it's like you kind of be like dude he'd be a monster if he did though oh okay so they must show her some hurt i know they talk about it real slightly that she could re- recover quickly yeah that's all that matters to me is that she can heal because he'll probably get his arm back yeah true <laughs> true yeah but uh wow. yeah I, it was pretty good. I would give it seven waifus out of ten, not six point three, but you know, yeah, sounds about right. I, I'm probably about there too. This is the second episode. The second episode was definitely I like it. I like the first for sure, but it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm gonna keep watching it. It's not. Yeah. It's not Demon Lord retry. I haven't even continued. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. I, I don't know what's going on with that either. Yeah, screw that life. Um, fourth episode like, was uh. Uh, for for this one was actually my favorite. Oh, okay. So it does get better. Clean. Yeah. Okay. So let's go into another one I watched. Another one I just watched recently was episode two of Copcraft. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this show, man. This fucking show is really good. You know what it reminds me of? What is it? I don't. I don't know why I get so much. I get so much. Um. If you say what I'm thinking, Ghost in the Shell. Exactly. I get that same <laughs> vibe. 
Yeah, Ghost in the Shell mixed with a little bit of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, because it's not as futuristic as Ghost in the Shell. Right. Not as futuristic. I mean, it is technically as futuristic as Cowboy Bebop, but right. it's like the ground is still. Yeah, it's still grounded. It almost feels like this could happen in our world tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And just learning, like, learning about this world and what's going and what this detective is specifically investigating, what he's investigating or what he's stumbling upon is insane, man. Like, because he don't even understand the ramifications of what he's stumbling on. That's what's crazy right. about it. And, like, and he's got this little alien girl with him who really understands. And he's yeah. kind of like, even though he's the older, experienced person, he has no idea what's encountered, what he's encountering no. from a different world. No, not at all. Like, and this is, it's absolutely terrible. The, 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 uh, fairy dust. I don't know if y'all hip to this episode, but it's going to be light spoilers here. The fairy dust that they encounter kills people instantly and turns them into basically slaves that a person can control. Just imagine that. Now in this episode, in episode two, this, uh, this guy who, uh, who's basically selling it, this fairy dust. <clears throat> to to like a black marketer buyer or whatever, it, probably a government official from a different country or something like that. But we figure out that this this fairy dust can control. He said up to five thousand people at well, once. I think that's. I think he said that's the most he's ever controlled. Yeah, but that's he, the most he's ever controlled. But yeah, he he, right. he assumes he can do more. Yeah, exactly. So like, just imagine that, like. So the fairy dust instantly kill the subject, like instantly. No, it doesn't damage the body at all, but it instantly kills them. Once it instantly kills them, they can be controlled by literally one man with a remote. I mean, obviously, it's probably more than that. I'm only on episode two, but it's freaking insane. And just thinking about that in reality, like, ugh, what does that look like, right? Like, and this detective is stumbling upon us with this little night girl well she's not little she's technically 18 in earth years but it's yeah oh man she's like 23 or something in their world 18 in earth years yeah um, now well, she said 26 but never yeah mind. as this um as the show kind of progresses though uh the really cool thing is that uh all of the like alien-esque people use magic or i believe they call it latent or Latin or something Latin. like that, Latin or Latin. But, but basically, um, that's just how they see magic, right? Yeah. And they actually explain some really cool things about magic in the, in the world of this, in this anime world. Basically, that your emotions, even if you are not a magical being, can imbue things with magic. And mm. I, can't wait, I can't wait for you to get to that point and kind of see how some things change, Polo. Oh, shit. Okay. So even like the regular humans can have magic, right? Kind of. Not really, though, right? Okay, so, okay. so they can have magic, but think about it this way, right? She's using the sword that she imbues with kind of like magic to do things, and she gets even better as it goes. But um, he's using a regular gun that does nothing and can't right. do anything to the aliens whatsoever. Right. So um, it tickles them a little bit. Yeah, and they're gonna just be like, oh, okay, well that's cool. <laughs> so it's more or less like. At some point, he's going to have to use some kind of weapon that has some kind of significant meaning to him probably to do that. But mm. it's just it's just like as the story progresses, that's the kind of thing you'll see. And that's what I'm excited to see more of because I haven't even officially seen it yet. They just hinted at it, and I'm just like, I'm ready for it. Show oh. me. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> that's exciting. 
yeah, man, cop craft cap cop craft has this this nostalgic feel to it. I, I, again, it just feels so much like Ghost in the Shell, or, or just like I don't know. I'm not even a big fan of like cop shows, like cop anime. That is, yeah. And it, but this one has me. I'm I'm drawn in. I'm in. It was one that actually definitely made me. I was a little shaky when I first saw the first episode. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. It feels like uh it feels like I don't know, like 1:30 a.m. on a Saturday back in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> You're right though. You're so right. It yeah. does feel like that 1:30 a.m. Yep. And you know that uh it could have been any of those shows like even Paranoia Agent came on or something yeah. like that. You just yeah. like, "Oh, let's go. This show is creepy, but exactly. I'm going to watch it." It's right after like, like, uh, in Unasha was on. Speaking of that, I haven't started, by the way, for a review on that. It's okay. Um, have we'll you started? It, we'll we'll give it like two weeks. We'll do it in the middle of next month, right? Okay, that'll work. Let's let's do that. Did you start it yet? No, I didn't. But okay, I'm, good. I'm starting good. after this because <laughs> it's it's so much anime we've been watching. This summer season has been fun. I was going to say something else. Fantastic. It's been fire. (laughs) It's just so much, so much good stuff to watch, man. Yeah, it is, man. Man. Ah, so much good stuff. Speaking of good stuff. Oh, it's it's your turn. It's your turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, as you know, my, uh, the one I classified as my summer banger for sure. Uh, Lord L. Malloy II, or, uh, as we call him, Waver Velvet. This, uh, fourth episode, was actually pretty eh. Yeah, that's the first episode I was kind of like, okay, this is just okay. Um, Still mostly um, like detective-based episode where they're figuring out information. It's leading up to the next episode having some action and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But this was like one of the slower episodes. I actually couldn't even really pay attention to it. I had to watch it twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which was which was disappointing. It was like I have my headphones on, I'm watching it, I'm not there's no one around me to bother me. And I'm just like (laughs) Okay. You just looking up and looking over. That's what happened with that BM Oh, same deal. Yeah. Couldn't watch it. This is my most anticipated anime of the summer, personally for me, after I saw the first episode. But this this current episode was not not a banger for me. But um the So, so what happened? Yeah, so basically they're going to figure out, because like I said, it's mostly about dead case files. Right. Um, someone dies, and they go and try and figure it out. They make it to the house, and um, Waver Velvet, which is, you know, Lord Elmoloy, um, basically Waver Velvet makes it there with Gray and his younger sister, quote, um, Reigns, and essentially they're they're there to find out what what this necromancer is doing or the, why this necromancer has said that uh one of their friends is um guilty of this crime okay well when they get there there is as soon as they walk in there's a, a crazy thunderstorm it starts um lightning starts striking and it's not regular lightning it's like this purple lightning which um as we know in the human world is absolutely not not a real thing unless no. somebody's about to die yeah <laughs> But uh, exactly. but basically, they walk into this house, and there's two different things going on. The guy who called um, Waver Velvet to figure out what was going on and find out who the actual culprit of this person's death, mm-hmm. his the woman who is there is the woman that he turned down turned down for marriage. Her name is Waletta, and Ooh. um, 
Yeah. So he turned her down for marriage. So she's mad at the guy who's being accused of murdering someone and saying, he's under arrest. We're taking you in. And mm-hmm. basically uh, the other woman who is with Waletta is someone who is completely opposed to waiver velvet. So on both sides, on, on both sides, basically it's a conflict with both the other people. So immediately as you walk in, there's conflict. And I'm like, I'm okay with conflict. Obviously right. that's what, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the yeah. conflict. Um, it's starting to sound like law and order. Yeah. The issue <laughs> issue lies with just overall the, the story progression. This episode was uh, just slow. It wasn't even that it was just weak. Like, mm. okay. I don't mind how they introduced the progression. It's just more or less like how it, how it, I guess, yeah, you could say it was slow. Like, it didn't feel like they were actually moving slow. It's just, like, how they were introducing the progression, how the progression got to the next stage, even though it was only, like, 30 seconds, just felt like it was dragging. Like, I didn't, right. they, didn't make the, they didn't make it seem interesting. Like, I would have been cooler with this episode if they hadn't even progressed much and just gave us backstory on why Waleta is an issue, why Adashino is an issue, why they don't like these people. That would have been, like, yeah, better for me. But how they, did... Go ahead. You think they're going to uh, like incorporate that into the next episode? Like, it, did the to be continue indicate that they're going to move forward with explaining that so you get it a little cl- clearer, I guess? So, so not necessarily, right? So before the to be continued, they, the, the, uh, his name is Pelham Codrington or Wills. Wills, Wills Pelham Codrington is his name. So we're just going to call him Wills. Mm-hmm. Wills and Waver Velvet go off into another room. And as soon as they walk into this other room, something interesting happened. This is like the first interesting part. Um, the, the thunder strikes in the background and um, Will says, oh, it seems like she's finally here. And he waves this, his like eyes start to turn this bright purple, which means he has mystic or mage eyes. And uh, he pours this, this like powder in front of Waver Velvet's face. And oh. all of a sudden this fairy is in front of them and she whispers something that you can't hear. And I'm like, oh, okay. So this is like the first interesting part. What's going to happen? She says something and then she disappears. And he say, yeah, she's been showing up. And every time she shows up, she gives me a warning and someone dies. Mm. And like, I'm like, okay, cool. Now we have an actual story progression. Right. This is what I'm here for. There it uh, is. Yep. So they talk in the, mean, yeah, in the meanwhile um, time. Reigns and Gray. Gray is his apprentice. Reigns is his sister. Um, they find a, a hidden like cavern in the same house. As they go to the house, uh, Reigns is a high level mage, so she has mystic eyes, and her eyes are activated every time she gets like as she's been cl- getting closer and closer to this house in the first place. Her eyes activated, meaning that it's a a, a strong ley line of magic. Okay, is that the OP one you were talking about last yeah. episode? Okay. Well, no, we haven't even seen Rain's power yet. Gray mm. is OP, but we haven't even seen Rain's power yet. So I'm gotcha. assuming Rain's is even stronger. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So they go into this this underground cavern, and her eyes start hurting again, and they glow with this like orange purplish, orange or orangeish yellow color. Mm-hmm. And she puts these eye drops in to kind of like hold back her magic power. Jeez. Yeah, and um, these like ghosts coming after them and this guy pops up with like this magical gun and shoots the ghost i'm like okay okay that's cool whatever and then basically to be continued after they get out of the little tunnel and i'm just like okay like the most interesting part was seeing the fairy everything else exactly. was like i could have yeah. i could have been okay without that so yeah this episode was like a, a solid three waifus out of ten damn and that happened at the end too so it was like it wasn't even 
It wasn't even nothing I, I need to watch. I didn't, I felt like I didn't need to be there for that. Oh, I'd rather shit. I'd rather read the manga and had that chapter done within five minutes. You know, not even have to sit there and watch for twenty two minutes. Damn, harsh. Yeah. yeah, no, I was I was disappointed, bro. Well, let's go into one of my positive ones, man. Oh, dude, <laughs> Suki, would you fall in love with a pervert as long as she's a cutie? Okay, <laughs> dude, this fucking show, man. Oh my god, only I'm too because I'm watching the dub slowly on Funimation. This show is so good. Now, a lot of people hate it. It don't got a six on uh, fun on uh, my anime list, but I don't care. I don't give a fuck about what they say. Of course. This show is so good. Let me tell you. Okay, so on last episode of this podcast, I talked about how Sayuki, which is uh, one of the girls he thought was the, uh, they call her Underella, <laughs> because he thought she was the one who left her panties. And the letter, the love letter to Kayeki, the main character, saying, I love you. But it wasn't signed, so he's still trying to figure out who this Underella is. He meets her. We then determine that she's actually a, a girl who wants to be his pet, basically a masochist. Yeah, and which is she's the best. Yes, exactly. She's like, she's super busty. She's she's his senior, so it's like they continues on from there. So he's like, okay, I'm not, I'm kind of okay with that because uh, hello, look at her. But he's like, okay, I'm going to chill because I need to figure out who this Underella is because that's what's most important. Needs to figure out who left me this I love you letter. But she ended up like, hey, okay, I'm going I'm to be your pet. She was down. She was all down for it. But he's like, okay, let me let me distance myself a little bit to try to figure out who this girl is. This episode is all about his, his underclassman now who's portrayed to be this beautiful, like super super cute girl like that everybody wants to talk to but because you know everybody wanted to talk to her she kind of kept a cold distance because they only wanted to talk to her because she was cute so he started talking to her being really nice to her and she was like she was liking that they they work in a library together and they were they were talking to each other and she found out that he went on a date with Sayuki which is the uh Damascus and she was like not happy about that because apparently all of these girls secretly have, has a crush on them, but he's trying to figure out the one who admitted it. He goes on a date with the girl. The date goes smooth. It's like this. I love this main character because he's a main character. That's not scared of girls. Like he wants to have a girlfriend, but he kind of want to do it right. You know what I'm saying? He want to figure out who, you know, who admitted their love to him. So that's what he's trying to do now. But the comedic beats, the pacing of this show is perfect. Like, it's not too slow. It's not too quick. Like, this is probably my fa- one of my favorite main characters of this summer season because he's just that he's just that, that chill and not, like, a little bit snitch like most main characters <laughs> in the harem situations. Right. <laughs> like, in most harem situations, the main character is absolutely terrible. He's scared of girls or whatever the case may be, but he's not. He's like, okay, l- hey, let me take you out on an actual date. He asks his little sister, he's like, hey, I never been on an actual date, so can you help me out? She helped him out and tell him what to do. He follows it. It goes well. She uh, then tells, the, uh, the underclassman tells him, the underclassman name is uh, uh, Yukia, by the way, Yukia Koga. He, he tells her, like, she tells him, like, hey, that date went awesome. I, I enjoyed myself. This is, it was great. But can you meet me in the, uh, the storage room of the library? Because I have something to tell you. So he's like, oh, shit, this might be Underella. She's about to tell me she's Underella. And he's getting excited about it because he's 
finally about to have a girlfriend for the first time ever in his life, which he never had, not really realizing that all these girls actually like him, whatever. <laughs> of course he's not going to realize, though, but he, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so he goes to the storage room, and this is how the episode ends, by the way, after this fantastic episode, just well-paced, just the way they're talking, it's like they're being like kind of direct, but indirect at the same time about how they feel about each other, but it it, it goes smoothly. He goes to the storage room. She says, okay, well, I have something to tell you. This is what I want to do. And then it pauses. It gets quiet. She then says, I want you to be my slave. Hmm? I'm, I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> fuck, are you kidding me? Because he's like, well, uh, no, hello? Like, god damn it, another situation to where this girl is a pervert. Tell me why. In this episode, after she says that, she's like, okay, so you don't you don't like that? I thought all guys, because she's like mixed. So she's from, she's like Japan, J- Japanese and American. So she's like kind of different. So she didn't, doesn't quite understand how everything works here. No, yeah. she's European. Sorry, she's European and Japanese. So she doesn't quite understand. So she thinks like the slave thing is what the Japanese people love. So she's mm-hmm. all like, well, hmm. His reaction isn't quite what I thought. I thought he would be in love because I'm this super cute girl and I want him to be the one I make my slave. But he's like, no, that's not, that's not how it works. That's <laughs> not what he wants. That's not, that's a specific kind of guy that likes that kind of stuff. And I'm quite, not quite there. So she's like, oh, I have an idea. She takes off her underwear and literally shoves it in his face <laughs> and like damn near smothers the guy. and he's like look i'm it it just and it it ends there and i'm just like fuck man because everything went so well like i said the episode was so well paced bro it was so good it was like the perfect like kind of romance to where it wasn't cagey and and distant and you know the main character being scared to admit how he feel he was just being straight up he's like i think you're super cute like you're a sweetheart and it was just going well and now he figures out the second girl who was a part of that room who may have left this, this underwear and this love letter is now a girl that wants him to be her slave. So, he, so now, he's in, a, now he's in a situation where he has, uh, he's, he either is the pet owner of this girl, this masochist girl, or he's the slave of this other girl. <laughs> and they're both waifus, bro. Yeah, so that, that's what I was going to say, though, is like, it it has to be clear at this point that those are two different girls. Two completely um, different. They yeah. they beef a lot too. Yeah, because there's no <laughs> way that um uh she wants him to be her slave and he also and she also wants to be his pet. Like that's not gonna be the same because those are literally like the same thing basically. Yeah, essentially. They're they're kind of similar girls like Say uh Sayuki and and well uh Yukia. They're kind of similar in different ways. Like <laughs> she's all like, like punish me, master. And then the other girl's like, hey, be be my slave and treat some like shit. But like so far, Sayuki is definitely waifu. That whole slave shit, I'm not down for. <laughs> I'm gonna be a slave to no one. No lie, uh, <laughs> no lie. Money can tie me up anytime she wants to, but that's my wife. So she got that right. Different. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. But so, yeah, that, that's great. So there's, I think there's still three more girls. So 
again, probably the next episode is kind of kind of going to be the same premise. It's going to try to figure out which girl was which who left that letter and note. But there's like also like in the show, there's like little Easter eggs of the different girls kind of like, like one of the different girls showed up while him and um, Yukia was on a date. She showed up, was like, oh shit. I didn't know he was going to be here. And she like kind of disappeared and they didn't go into that any further. And I like that, man. I like, I like the way they pacing this out. It's pretty good. So uh, what we were in that episode though. Oh fuck. This is definitely a eight out of uh, 10 white foods for your boy. I got you. I got you. I like it, man. This show is good, man. It's it's strange that I would even like at first I'm like, all right, here we go with this bullshit. Let me go ahead and get this track. The name, <laughs> of, the name alone was like, uh, I'm not, Oh, fuck it. I'm going to try it. Because I try everything. I literally try everything. Got to give it a go, right? Yeah, absolutely. And ugh, it was good. It's good. So uh, what I want to add to this, this is like one of the ones I've recently been watching and reading. <sighs> uh, this kind of shook up the world oh. the last two episodes. Like, And if you haven't seen the last two episodes of this, you probably need to go and watch it. But uh, Black Clover... Yes. Okay. So, the, like, <laughs> ninety and ninety one, right? Which is like no, no, no. It's ninety three and ninety two. See, okay. So that's the sub. I'm on ninety one and ninety two. Okay. So when, before when you when, before you start on yours, though, before you start on yours, let me explain where I left off. All right. Uh, the the lion chick. What's her name? Uh, Le 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 Familion Fuego Leon. Yeah, her. Oh, Marileona Vermilion. Marileona. Yep. just fought. Uh. The copycat dude. The copycat dude. That's it. That's where I left off. And fuck, that fight was so good, dude. So it was good. so good. So it actually oh. gets so much better the next two episodes, dude. What? And uh, I, I can't talk about it if you're going to watch it because oh, yeah, I'm spoilers. Because I wanted I'm, to talk about this so bad. I'm so sorry. I'm going to watch this up. Oh. I, I can't be stopped. It's not stopping me. <laughs> Both the sub and the dubbed are absolutely terrible voice. So I'm it is, right? It is, right? <laughs> Uh, but these last two episodes, you do you you don't you don't know what happened. You haven't seen anything about it. No, I literally just watched ninety one. Literally, what maybe an hour before we started recording. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> oh my god! It's, I'm, I'm, so so. Where's this, the sub at? The sub is on a uh, Verve, right? It's, it's, yeah, it okay, is. So Funimation only has a dub. Now look, episode ninety two got people in the anime world hype. Mm. And it kind of opened people's eyes to Black Clover, right? Because the animation is so good. Um, it's a really big fight. It's mm. gonna be. It, this is gonna be probably the biggest fight in the anime until it gets to the end, where I just finished the manga. Oh, and then episode ninety three changes the entire game for the anime. Um, Shit, like. And Polo, I'm very upset with you right now. I just well, need you to know I, that. I listen. I didn't even realize that this. I, because the sub isn't on Funimation, so I thought everybody was on the same shit. <sighs> so I didn't know. I didn't episode know. 93 is the best fight to hit this anime, period. Best animation, uh, one of the deepest feels you're going to feel in this show. Wow. It oh, honestly, um, for any of my friends who watched, uh, who watches Black Clover, any, anyone who watches it and checks out this podcast, uh, send an email to uh, mikecheckwaifuwaifu at gmail.com telling Polo to watch it and um, <laughs> do it ASAP. You ain't um, even got to. I'm already in. 
Next week we gonna um do a review on episode ninety three. Okay, because hundred percent because we got to, we got to. But 100%. um, so not only did episode ninety three of uh, Black Clover shake up the anime world and kind of open everyone's eyes to uh, Black Clover, but the most recent chapter of Black Clover in terms of their manga just pissed everyone off. Mm. So they literally just had one of the best. Like one of the best, like so in the Mike Check Waifu Waifu uh, group page, I put in about how uh, Deku versus Todoroki in the My Hero Academia uh, <gasps> anime was an amazing fight. Yeah. Episode ninety three was like one of those things that it was jaw jaw dropping, and wow. it was like I said, it, it drew everyone's eyes to Black Clover. But uh, chapter two hundred and fourteen. Of Black Clover pissed off the entire fan base. So before we continue with Black Clover real quick, I just want to say I was spoiled on Twitter <clears throat> of my hero and I'm pissed. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you get spoiled by? What I don't even want to say it, bro. I don't no, even want I don't want to say it. You I got just don't to. want no the no, because you're not about to have the listeners make me the villain. Uh uh-uh, uh, it's not gonna happen. I just I'm a, you know what? This is what we're about to do. We do the podcast in Discord. So you know what I'm about to do, listeners? I'm about to type it to tell, and he's going to know, but we're not going to spoil it. <laughs> because I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to hurt. Because, you know, world. I read the manga. I know. So you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I want to know what's considered a spoiler for this, because. So when I saw that, because it was straight, it was a page from the manga. And I'm like, wait, is that, that can't be true. And I just, I didn't look any further because I didn't want to <laughs> be spoiled. But if I'm, I was pissed, bro. Pissed. Uh, first of all. Please tell me it's not true. It's tell not me. true. Oh, thank God. Oh, bro, I want to Who find did that tweet. to you? I don't, dude, I don't know. I need to find that tweet. And fucking, oh, that's foul. It was, because it was, it was like a page from the manga. It was, I don't know if it was real. It had manga text and it said, uh, you know, that. And I'm like, mm. whoa, whoa. And I, I saw blood. It was just terrible. Yeah, nah, nah. He is live and kicking, and he is an absolute monster. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's not say any more then. Back to Black Clover. <laughs> so 93, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Episode 93, amazing. Chapter 214, uh, throw the whole thing away. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. For real. Um, and the thing is, is that, like, so... After I watched, because I, I went to work, as many people who listen to this podcast know, I work at Best Buy. Um, one, of the, one of my coworkers was like, did you watch the latest episode of Black Clover? And I was like, what happened? He was like, it's the big fight. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I've been waiting for this part. This is the only part I actually wanted to watch. <laughs> so I go and watch this. I'm like, yo, this is so much better than what the manga offered me. Like, it was hype in the manga, but in the anime, it's just such a, a much larger and grander scale. Like you get to see, you get to see the power of like what it takes to be the the king, the wizard king. You get to see what true power oh, is. Damn, I didn't even know he was involved. Shit. 
you get to see the true power of like what it takes to be the best magician known to mankind and it's it's just honestly the best it's it's the best it's literally just the fucking best like it's on it's on par with like the the goku versus kefla fight from dragon ball super almost it's like almost that damn good but then you get to uh, chapter 214 in the manga and just throw the whole show away (laughs) that's not for real though i'm I'm switching over to the sub then for sure just just watch those two episodes and then switch back to dub because that's all that matters yeah like like honestly it's not gonna make that much of a difference to you you watch those two those two episodes you can be like and then you can switch back to dub because i really just enjoyed throwing on the dub and just kind of like looking over at my third monitor and glancing over and doing something else and looking at it i'm like okay all right cool because it just hasn't been that that great but i'm definitely down for what would you rate it 90 uh i guess you want to wait till next week so we both can rate it huh yeah, we'll wait to both rate it because it's just it's just so good. Okay, okay, I'm down to Drizzle. <sighs> All right, man. One that disappointed me. I don't even know why I'm even about to bring this shit up. So I'm probably not going to watch any more of it. But it's called. Uh, do I even want to look up the name? I do. I posted about it on Twitter because. Fucking Funimation's website is not great. I'm not going to say anything too mean because uh, maybe one day they'll sponsor us. But it's called uh, Miss Caretaker of uh, Sonohara Sau. It's about this kid who looks like a girl who acts really soft, who says, I'm going to move to Tokyo and try to become manly. And it doesn't work out. <laughs> the, uh, the caretaker's uh, extremely busty. And she has like a a complex, I guess, with uh, little people, um, the the lolly race, if you want to call it that, the smaller con, and uh, it's just not a good anime. I'm not gonna watch it anymore. I watched one episode. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not for me. It's not this for is me. not what's popping, man. This no, is not it's good. just not okay. So I can go ahead and move on for that. But moving on from that, I do want to talk about. The ones within, bro. Okay. Can we go to that, please? Yeah, let's go to that. Let's talk about something great. Yes. The ones within is just turning out so fucking good. Now, what I realized, or what I didn't realize, I guess, in this uh, sense, it's on episode four for both the sub and the dub. And I didn't realize that this is also psychological. Well, to- I... I- I was gonna say I always figured this was gonna be like a full genre list. Like this is gonna hit the whole thing. Yeah. So it's it's labeled drama, fantasy, and psychological, but the psychological is starting to show more so in these episodes. Yeah, this this last two episodes really it shown. Yeah. Like man, I like the main character. This is another main character that's just dope. Well, his name is Akoski. Yeah. <laughs> He's dope, man. He's so good. Like, I mean, like, just as a character, he doesn't do anything special. He doesn't kick anybody ass or anything like that. But it's just something about his characteristics that's just, it sit right with me. I, I think, I think we all enjoy a character who's like, I want to kind of like help everyone and not in like the most blatantly, like I'm helping you. Like, uh, in this episode, they talk about how he got the medicine yeah. um, for the guy, right? Yeah. 
and how the little fight and dispute went and he didn't care about any of that he just got the medicine and just left it you know it's like look yeah. you don't need to use it i'm just gonna leave it here yeah and just just that alone is one of those things that's like that's how you should help people like they they don't necessarily said hey i don't want your help but you're like well you don't want my help but i'm just gonna leave it here just in case you kind of like decide this is something that you you might want or need right and, and the, way, the way he spins it though because he knows he knows how to talk to him this this guy is we're talking about Akoski and I forget the other guy's name. He's the fighter streamer who had trouble sleeping. Like we talked about last episode, but he explains it to him. He's like, look, man, I'm not, I wasn't great in PE. Like I wasn't a gym buff. So if you faint or something happens, I can't, there's no guarantee that I can help you. So I would rather you sleep and get your strength and do your shit your own way, which was dope. But he worded it a lot less. He said a lot less than that. <laughs> yeah. But that was the meaning of why he said that. And I just, yeah hell yeah tell him <laughs> right let him let him know yeah straight up like look i'm i'm trying to help all of us not just me not just you all of us we all want to go home mm-hmm. and the way he does he he does it in an entertaining way which maybe is on purpose maybe he knows we got to get these streams bro. right gotta get these <laughs> views man yeah what was that like a what was it like 11 million uh, I didn't even look for the views at all this time. I was just like kind of engrossed in everything else. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I will say though, the plot for this episode was a little obvious because, like, even they right. knew it. It was like, oh no, we gotta, 100%. we gotta make sacrifices for these demons. And the guy's like, oh, I like a busty girl, or the demon likes busty girls and all that right. kind of stuff. And none of them there are busty girls. Um, <laughs> and like, I guess what Romery was the closest one to like what the guy would like, but she has that aura around her. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, you touch me nah, and see what happens. Yeah, and, she's too cold. And then you got Akatsuki Iride, Iride and she's like, yeah, now I'm really angry, just so you know. Yep. But I did like, did you catch that look? Um, yeah. When um she was like, I put a, a tracker on his name tag. Yep. 100%. And, and he was like, uh, <laughs> okay, I got my eye on you. She's 100% the number one waifu in the show, for sure. I mean, like, for sure. Absolutely my favorite. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I like her boldness, and I like the way she thinks. She's always, like, four steps ahead, it, it seems. I don't like Kieran. Or Kyron, sorry. Her name's Kyron. I don't like yeah. her. The uh, the uh, simulation chick is pretty good. That What's her name? I forget her name, but she's the one that does the uh, the farming sims or whatever. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's cool with those uh, flashbangs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> she cutely threatens them. I love that shit. Yeah, she she was uh, daydreaming about her uh, panda daughter. Yeah. <laughs> After seeing the big panda walking around, this show is good. This show is definitely still uh, probably my my favorite. I I'd have to. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's my favorite right now because. No, no, I'm wrong. I'm definitely wrong. Because <laughs> we got Fire Force and yes. whatnot to talk about. Let's segue into Fire Force. The ones within was great. But Fire Force <laughs> is clearly, and I'm going to say this now because I have some thoughts about Dr. Stone. Fire Force is the number one summer anime, in my opinion. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yes. Oh, I like, wow. I'm going to just say it. That was, that was my div- divisive thing I had at the beginning of this podcast. Fire Force is better than Dr. Stone. Wow. Like 90% sure about that. Okay. I'm 90% sure about that is because again, 
Fire Force fucking brings it, bro. It just brings it, man. It brings it with the sound. The sound alone has just had me so enthralled. Now, that's something I want to talk to you about. The, the sound design on this episode was amazing. Insane. <clears throat> the just character insane. introductions, we get to finally see some of the more characters, some more of the characters are in the yep. introduction. Um, so all of that was amazing. We yep. got to meet the firefighter who uh, saved him. Saved him 12 years ago. And I didn't so, even see—I didn't even really see his power and how he saved his uh his squad mate, but it was fired <laughs> from his eyes. So I'm like, holy shit, that's dope, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Oh my goodness, man! This this episode was so good. We get a, a real look at the big bad. The big bad is actually trying to recruit the main the main character. Yeah, uh, by but- literally luring him into saying like, "Hey, I know what happened in that fire. You want me to tell you? I got yeah. the juice." The big bad's name is Joker, or at least that's yeah. what we have for right now. That's all he gave us. Um, Joker's trying to recruit the devil. Right. How do you, I mean, but so like, this is how, I'm just going to tell you how I kind of feel, right? I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, oh, the fights was great too. Of course, right? But <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like uh, Joker's not the ultimate big bad though. No, 100%. No. I, I feel like there's someone bigger behind it, but Joker's just kind of like facilitating at the moment. He's trying to bring him to his boss, essentially. Yes. I feel like it's a mission for, for Joker. But I also feel like after that episode, how they talked about Squad 8 is there to investigate Squads 1 through 7. I'm like, yep. it's going to be Squad 1. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. I think it was the dude he met, the the captain of Squad 1. I feel like he's the big bad. Like, And just the intrigue in this show, like we learned that Squad Squad 8 is literally the one pure squad, or at least we think, is the one pure squad who's able to operate in the benefit investigate of the Investigate the other squads. Yeah, yeah. They want, they're there to investigate, make sure all the squads are doing what they're pro- pro- supposed to be doing, right? But yep. also, they're there to help the people. That's what they're for. People. They have no other motives. It's just they go there to help the people. You, you want to know what else I like about Fire Force? What's up? The, the fucking, there's an explanation to what's going on. There's there's a possible ending to this combustion thing. Mm-hmm. There's somebody doing it. And that's fantastic to me. Yeah. Like we have, we have, we know, we know the main character's motives. He wants to be the hero. He wants to save as many people as he can. And he shows that during that fight. He's like, look, I don't care if you know everything that happened. And okay, my brother's alive. My baby brother is actually alive. That's awesome. Which is who I think is also a part of Joker's, you know, Joker's team, unfortunately. That's, yeah, we that's the kind of idea we would get. We don't know for sure yet. Yeah, but that's just my thought anyway. But like we have his motivation. We have like I, it's just so it's structured so well. Well, also, I mean, I don't know, have you ever watched Soul Eater? No, I never watched one episode. Soul Eater as an anime is also structured and just done very well. It's just Until the ending. The ending is yeah. trash, yeah. <laughs> but you also got to remember, this world is the same Soul Eater world. It's the very same world. No, wait, what? Yeah, it takes place in the same world. Like, they show it in the first episode. Like, Lord Death is there. Like, in the first episode, you'll see them in, like, I think it was, like, a commercial they're showing. And he's going through, like, everything is essentially the same exact universe and world. What? I had no so, idea. See, yeah. yeah so know. it's like this the the creator made this show and they had an entire world to base it off of. 
And then they're just putting these people out there to kind of do their thing. And that's what makes this also so awesome is that like, Damn. he didn't have to do too much to build this world. He just went with, with what could have been natural. Yeah. That's crazy. So like at the end of Soul Eater, is it just, is it like over? Like, does I mean, this pick up after Soul Eater? Or like, how, or is there just a part of the world? This is not like it, this has nothing to do with Soul Eater in a sense, like because the Soul Eater is like a school with where they go to school with death and death teaches them how to kill like witches and demons and whatnot. Mm. And that's how that school is. But it's literally just a school where they teach kids. Okay. And some of the kids are actually weapons. Some of the kids are actually just kids with strength. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. But yeah, yeah Fire Force by far one of my top anime of the summer. Yeah. Easily, uh, I I could I could argue for number one. I could definitely argue for number one. I do think that uh, episode, this latest episode of Doctor Stone, made me feel more though. What? Yeah, it made me feel so opposite. much more. I was. I mean, the the way it ended was so clean. It was the ending was clean. Yeah, but the, it was just, very clean. It's starting to feel. It's starting to turn into cheap cartoon like you could tell like with the animations they started to take those shortcuts where they just they don't really animate all of the facial expressions they starting to get a little campy it's starting to turn into like a, a four kids anime and i'm and it's disappointing me like okay the only the best part about it well okay this one was terribly terribly paced super slow to me and then when we figured out there's more people like the reaction to that was also slow. Like, yo, there's more people. Go towards those people. You made this fire. Go towards the fire to avoid, uh, what's his name? Su- Sukiya? Tsubasa. Sukasa. Sukasa to catch up to you. And then he catch up to you. And that, that exchange was the best part of the episode. It was the only good part about the episode, in my opinion. And it, it was, ugh, I didn't like it, man. I'm, okay, so I can agree with that that the episode only really was good towards the end when they were getting, trying, to, trying to get an understanding between Tsukasa and Senku. Um, but they were also trying to, I guess, like, logically, you would think that uh, Senku made some kind of plan, right? 100%. Or, like, hey, don't use the boater to hit the gunpowder. Or you did. You hit the gunpowder. Now, you made a mistake. This fire is going off. Oh, Sukasa's trying to kill us. Let's uh move on to where those other people are and see what's going on there. Meet mm-hmm. up with those other people. Figure out what what they're about and see if they can help you with Sukasa. Tell them the yeah. situation. Like, I, like his quick no. thinking literally disappeared. No, I think also, and this is just like part of my my stuff, right? In my opinion, it's hard to like. So he obviously he's a quick thinker. He's supposed to think on the fly. That's the, his character. Yeah. Now he could have been thinking a couple of different things. A, that is Sukasa's fire, which I think in his mind that's probably not what he would have thought. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Because Sukasa was the opposite way. He knew that. But if he, he rushes, that. if he rushes towards them, towards the smoke and whatnot, he mm-hmm. couldn't guarantee that it was an actual person until they saw the three smokestacks go off. Right. Um, in which case, now they could rush there, but Sukasa was already gonna be in their way at that point. Yeah, pretty much. And and Senku is not a fast runner. 
learned that. Yeah, Senku is not a, a runner. It's yeah. uh, now. I I overall I get that I I get how that didn't feel good to watch, but that ending, I love an ending where you feel like the main character is gonna die. <laughs> I yeah I, feel I love that if and, and honestly I would be both upset and happy if Senku does live to the next episode because he is the face of the anime. Yes, yeah. obviously. But if he were to die right here, I wouldn't be mad because it's like, give us something that progresses it and make us feel like no one is safe. Cause that's what you need. That's what Juni Tyson did. Will, but yeah. that's not how they didn't end well. Uh, no. But, <laughs> but give us something that makes us feel like it's actually dangerous. You know, like right. I don't, I don't want Sukasa to have held back because that's not Sukasa's character. Please don't do that to me. You think but, he's gonna like pull away? I think uh, uh, Taiju is gonna step in, of course, and probably no. actually hit him. I'm so I think that actually uh, gives you the way that they they position it. Kind of looks like that actually, mm-hmm. and that's what I was thinking is that. Uh, Taiju makes it there at the end. He sees Sukasa, and he runs up and hits them, hits Sukasa, yep. and it knocks over Senku. Right. Which but, is going to be a shock to everyone there. Yeah. and But it does still look like uh, Sukasa hit, hit him because Sukasa, the way he said it, he wasn't going for something that was going to make him bleed. He was going to knock him out and try and kill him instantly. Yeah. But, like, you know. I like the... I mean, the best, like I said, the best part of that episode was not, it wasn't to me, it wasn't even the Sukasa and the uh, Senku exchange. It was the Yuzuria and, Sin- uh, and Sukasa exchange or Senku exchange because she's uh, like, hey, yeah. She's like, hey, don't worry about me. Like, I, you tell him this, there's no reason for him to keep you alive. So just, I'll go, you know? And I like that. I like the fact that she was willing to do that because she understood the situation. She's like, not a complete idiot. <laughs> Exactly. And, and I like that a lot. And the flashbacks were just way too drawn out. Ugh. I actually, so, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. They could have cut the flashbacks down, but that's what made it feel like uh, uh, Senku was going to die. The suspense of it, I guess. Well, more or less like that. Normally when they give you a background of someone like that, yeah, that character's going to die. <laughs> like, like I'll reference Juni Tyson again. You yeah. knew who was going to die as soon as they started doing backgrounds. Yep. <laughs> after, but that was after like the third episode. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, your first character. Here, they go in. This is their family. Boom, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love Judy Tyson. Minus oh, man. Ten. Yeah, minus that. Now, but I mean, I, I get it, though. I would say it was probably one of the weaker episodes. I enjoyed the ending of that episode. I just feel like... I. I feel like I know where this anime is going now, and that sucks. Like, it's, it, like, Astro Lost in Space, I'm more looking forward to it than Dr. Stone now. Well, uh, well, I mean, hey, I've been looking forward to Astro Lost in Space anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think when you get to episode, like, uh, four where I'm at, you'll, you'll also be looking at it, too, because, honestly, to me, it's been a little bit, uh, suspenseful like you kind of yeah. don't really see where things are coming from in Astro Lost in Space this one I, 
you can kind of guess. You can kind of guess in Dr. Stone where it's kind of going to go. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. We, we, we still have time for it to change. Oh, and Astra's animation were way better, in my opinion. Now, the environments <laughs> in Dr. Stone's look good, but the characters, to me, don't look great. Like, their animations and expressions just feels kind of like a cop-out sometimes. But, yeah. Dr. Stone, did this one... I will have to say, got a whole three waifus out of ten. <laughs> I, I would put it at uh, dead center, or five waifus five. out of ten. I get it. A five. But that, uh, that that flashback was uh, it was the killer. Yeah, and it took us. It took to the end for it to show something, but like I feel like I already know what's gonna happen now. Okay, what's next for us? Shit, we went through a lot. Yeah, we did talk about a, a pretty decent amount. Um, <laughs> is it? Don't tell me it's. I don't want it to be Demon Slayer not, time yet. It's not, it's not. I don't think it's Demon Slayer time yet, is it? Um, I mean, I've been um reading some some manga and whatnot, but nothing that I feel like is pivotal. Pivotal. Uh, to what we're doing or talking about right now. So you know what just dropped that I forgot to watch? What's have up? you uh have you watched uh Itsuki the uh Cheat Magician yet? I haven't. Um I, I have it on my list. I just still haven't watched it yet. Um that I, I opted to uh watch my four episodes of uh The Commonplace to World's Strongest. Yeah. I wish you would have watched this one instead because it's better. <laughs> yeah, it's better. I mean, so far, it's only three episodes in. So, I mean, it's not really much to it, but I, I don't know. For sure, I like, I like the, the more obvious video game world to the different world things. You know what I mean? I guess, I guess that's obvious video game world too, huh? Yeah, because they're not like, uh, they're not like sugarcoating or, or hiding it. They're just letting you know straight up this is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And I, don't, I like the relationships between the two main characters. Hopefully it develop into, you know, some, some good romance. Cause that's, it's so hard for some reason for anime to get romance. Right. Unless it's like Without Clint making Hatt. it awkward. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, there's some movies that, that done it. Okay. But Only a lot Sama. of <laughs> like, right. Like why does it have to be a big brother? Exactly. A lot of it takes forever to, to get it, to get it going. I like, uh, it's this one called Real Girl that I watch. It's pretty good. It's a slice of life. That's pretty um that's rough, man. It's kind of rough. I gotta really uh, I gotta find a slice of life with uh that I can watch with my wife. Um, I got one for you. Now you know uh, she don't like no etchy. No, I know. This has no etchy whatsoever. All right. You ready? Yeah. Oh, you probably yeah, have already saw <laughs> this with her, but it's uh your lie in April. It's no. on Netflix. Did you never seen Your Lie in April? Mm-mm. Fuck, Monique's gonna cry. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's what I'm yeah. looking for. Watched. I mean, she's she's cool with dubbed or sub, but what she's down with, probably dub, right? Uh, well, she actually watches a lot of subtitle stuff. Okay. Yeah. But, when we watch anime, we normally watch it in subtitles. We did watch uh, uh, what is it called? High School of the Dead in in dubs yesterday. Okay. So the dub of Your Lie in April is pretty great. Now that one is music heavy and I'm not a big music anime lover. I actually can't stand it, but this, this is 
just pretty much piano and violin, but it's so good, man. It's so touching. I had to, uh, I just recommended it to a friend too. So hope she likes it. Also yeah. meant to say, uh, other than High School of the Dead that we watched yesterday, we actually did watch Yamishibai, which is a uh, Japanese ghost stories anime. And oh. it's really short. Oh, you know yeah. what? I saw I saw that because the episodes are like 12 minutes long or something like that, right? Not even. Some of them are like less than that, like eight minutes yeah. long. Five, like, yeah, this one episode is like four minutes and 30 seconds. Kind of like the Black Mirror of anime. Yeah, but they're like actual small little short stories. And I mean, it's pretty interesting if you want to know like a little bit about Japanese culture and um, actual ghost stories. Like that's one thing that Monique and I love and ghost stories and stuff. So that's one thing that we've actually just been watching recently just to uh, kind of turn something on. It's not like greatly animated. Like some of the stuff we, we talk about normally, it's mm-hmm. more like almost like a picture book and they kind of go through these pages with a little bit of animation. Yeah. But and that's why it's I didn't still very watch interesting. <laughs> that's the only reason why I didn't watch it was because of the way it, kind of told those stories, which I mean, not, not saying it is a bad thing per se, but it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what do you think about the newest Digimon movie that's coming out? Did you, did you ever watch Digimon as a kid? I watched it very sparingly when it came on four kids every once in a while. Yeah. So there's a new Digimon movie coming out, um, with it's, it's called the last evolution. And mm-hmm. apparently, uh, this is going to be, the last Digimon movie um, with our original characters <laughs> and they will be too old to have Digimon after this. Good. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Digimon fan, huh? No, man. It's not. Oh. It's not. Oh, man, it's not. I like, I, you know what I did like though? What's up? You remember back in the day, the little Digimon toy they had? Yeah. The, uh, the, it was the, the Digimon reader and it had one of the Digimon in it. You like took care of it like a, a Tamagotchi. Which yeah. I, thought, I thought it was dope. I like that. <laughs> I mean, no, those those things are dope. You know, those used to be like some of the best selling toys in the world. Absolutely, dude. That and Tamagotchi <laughs> was pretty yeah. dope. Oh, speaking of which, um, Senku is the top uh, character in Dr. Stone's popularity polls. I would disagree. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't disagree with that. He's a great character. He is a great character. No, I would never, I would never discount that. He's a good character, but I mean, just if you go on my anime list and just read those comments, those are the exact, my exact thoughts. Like the top three comments. They're like, eh. it's like, it's, it's getting to the point where it's just becoming okay. Oh, we don't, we don't want okay. No, we don't want okay, bro. Fire Force is and fire. It's so good. It's so good. Like, and, Dude, did you see the way he was fighting uh, Joker, yeah. though? Yeah, all of that was dope. But he didn't see he was, running out, he was running out of air. Yeah, yeah he did the B-boy moves. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say nothing. <laughs> I'm just what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, this is incredible. But he was, yeah, you're right. He was running out of, running out of life. <clears throat> I do like it. Uh, oh, we do got some emails. Let me uh, go to that real quick. Yeah, yeah some emails. We got some emails from my boy, uh, quite a few from my boy, Connor, or your boy, Connor, our boy, Connor. Yeah, now. He our boy. He's our boy now. <laughs> so he got, he got some, he got some, a few different ones in here. So it, when it starts off with, uh, he said he just finished uh, Grand Crest War on Netflix. It was super good. He binged all 24 episodes in one day. It's worth the watch. Yeah. until the end, man, the end kind of, 
disappointed me, Connor. But I, it is a good show. It's on yeah. Netflix, called Grand Crush War. He did agree with you. Yeah, the end it was a little, a little weird. Um, his other email, <laughs> he was he was going it, he was going in. So uh, his other email was about Darling and the Franks in reply to what I said last week. Now this is what I did, just for him. Okay, this is what I did, just for you. I rewatched just the last episode because I already know what happened throughout the last season of Darling and the Franks, and I was wrong. I'm man enough to admit it. I was wrong. But let me. <laughs> Let me go ahead and read. Now, listen, I wasn't wrong in the sense of how I felt about the episode, but I completely forget. I forgot, actually. And this is testament to, like, I guess the story. I completely forgot about the side characters. <laughs> I forgot they even existed. I only, my only thought about the end of Darlene and Franks was what happened to the main character in Zero Two. And that's not great. For them to make me forget about those side characters, Kind of sucks, but those side characters did live a great life and it was a good ending. But anyway, he says, uh, okay, Polo, you wanted me to reply uh, as to why I chose Darling and Frank as my number one anime ending in a good way. He said, yes, I agree with you. It, it definitely could have been better, but how they ended it wasn't bad. They cleared out all the storylines pretty well, in my opinion. People fell in love and had lives. Like this anime hit me hard. It had me attached from episode one all the way to the end. Maybe my view uh on it is a little bit different because a little bit different because i watched the entire season in two days which is a good point because i didn't get to binge it like that i had to wait every week for it and that maybe influenced my decision on what i felt about it personally polo um but back to connor he said like i don't get emotional very often and i could definitely say the shit had me crying at the end (laughs) (laughs) it was a masterpiece not a lot of other shows slash movies has done that watch Clannad bro from season one all the way to season two after story you will definitely cry I guarantee it Uh, I said this to Montel already too the next girl I get (laughs) wait (laughs) he said I said this to Montel too if the next girl I get with doesn't call me darling like Zero Two did I'm dumping that that girl (laughs) oh you ain't got a dumper because she don't call you darling nah man we need that we need that kind of love in our life that is pretty sweet though but yeah man like i watched that i rewatched the last episode and yes i totally forgot about the ending the arcs of the other characters the arcs of the other characters ended extremely well you're right about that connor but the main character in zero two ended was poop in my opinion um he also sent another email he said okay i'm watching high school dnd i'm in season four Mm-hmm. Just called season four hero. I'm upset. Another voice actor changed, but now everyone. Oh, but another voice actor changed, but now it's everyone. Uh, and it's obviously from a different studio for the uh, and the animation is fine. But what the fuck, Polo? I need you to reply back, man. I need some thoughts on it. <laughs> you know, I have. <laughs> I gotta know, my dude. Yeah. So now the thing with high school D and D is. I don't, I don't understand how this keeps getting approved for more seasons because the show is raunchy as all hell. It's ah. the most edgiest of edgy. Like, it's, it's fantastic. It's great. The storyline <laughs> is fantastic. The edginess is just so pure. It's, it's muy bueno. What's pure about edgy, bro? Everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just love it. But the seasons for high school D&D are so spread apart. Like, they're... I'm talking three or four years apart. So they do do some voice actor changes in both the subbed and the dubbed. But the dubs voices aren't that bad. The changes, once you, like if you're binging it like Connor is, 
it's a little jarring because it's almost instant. But if you waited the three, four years, uh, you know, that they had in the gap, it's not too bad. But he replies to that email saying, okay, just finished season four. It's not that bad at all. I actually really liked it once I got past those few things. They're trying a little hard with some things, but it's pretty good. Now, come on, Connor. This is an anime that has four seasons. Of course, they're going to try hard, bro. They have to. They're running out of material. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't finish season four. I, I'm, to be honest, I'm only on season three still. I haven't heard. I saw the first two episodes of season four. And the voice actor, I actually noticed, did change. But I still like it. So, boost. Uh, he'll get that. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I, I love season it, four. I care about is season four of My Hero. Oh, true. Speaking of that, did you see that dub trailer, though? I Yes, I did, actually. The dub is so fucking good, man. I mean, you, you know, I'll I, I watch, I watch I it regardless. Know. But, bruh, I'm so hyped for Overhaul. Oh, What's my o- God. Wait, what you talking yes, about? Yes, I'm so hyped for Overhaul. What's my Overhaul? God. You don't even know because you don't white read the manga. Overhaul oh, is a goon. He's a yeah. monster. Yeah, you're spoiling this stuff, listeners. You don't even know what overhaul is. I don't. I how would I know if I don't that read it? That could be somebody quirking. You don't even know. What? I, yeah, overhaul. When I say overhaul, what do you think about? Nothing. That's not a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hyped for overhaul, though. I'm so hyped. This season of My Hero, when it comes at what is it, October? Yeah. <sighs> I like what I like about My Hero is that they do in the dub. They do it with Fire Force. I love that. The the dub on My Hero, I've actually seen a few episodes. It's actually not bad to me. So good. The voice of fucking Vegeta is All Might. Hello? Yeah, All Might. I was going to say, I, I actually love All Might's voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And then yeah. uh, Deku is uh, Jason, and Jason is, is a good voice actor. He's also this, uh, the main character, Akasuki, and um, the ones within, too. He's a great voice actor, man. He's so good. Yeah. Now, um, there's this meme going around all these different anime groups, and it's if you want to cry, I'll give you something to cry about, and it's a dad saying that to his little kid. He's crying, and he has a book, and it says "Good Anime with No Second Season." Right. Mm. So this was posted in the Mike Chuck uh, Waifu Waifu group page, and um, a Big Mo, <laughs> yeah, and Tony Bella said the first page is no game, no lie, no life, and I'm like, 100%. for sure, like Couldn't they get a movie. But I need a second season. I don't. I don't need a movie. I want a whole season. Give me Max. a season. And then my boy uh, Christian Pittman said the devil's a part timer, which was actually mentioned twice by him and Alex um, Pie. Uh, oh, okay. And then uh, Jake Artino said he'll say this every time. Jake is a friend from Cleveland. He said High School of the Dead. Which come on, man. Oh my God. Of That's course. Probably number one, dude. Can we get a second season anytime Jeez, this, in our next man. lifetime? Like, I don't want I don't want Chunk Daddy to be 22 when I get another season <laughs> of this. You know, that's oh, 20 man. years from now. And True, then James, um, my bro James said, uh, mm. "Why is my grandchild?" Yes, yes. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm uh, so glad he watched that. By the way, right? Why is my grandchild is so good. The um I mentioned Dead Man Wonderland or Shiver of a Fell Night. Either one of those, you give me a second season to and I'll be happy. I know Dead yeah. Man Wonderland is never gonna happen. No. Uh but Shiver of a Fell Night has a novels coming out, so they have a chance. Yeah, okay. Whew, thank goodness. That uh, it be, it became popular late though. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's how it normally is, how it goes. Like, uh, I think really what what Chivalry of Fell Knight had going against it is literally like Asterix War came out the same week. Right. (laughs) They came out at the same time. Like, probably people thought it was the same. Almost the exact same thing. That was like that seat, that time of the, uh, that time of the season where those were the type of animes that was coming out. Like, this one is, seems to be all about like survival. Yep. And that one was all about like tournaments See, and, and different yeah, tournaments weapon powers. And yeah, it, they were, I think it was, uh, there was another anime that came out at the same time too, and they were called Blazers. And I watched that and I can't yep. remember what it was, but that was Wait, another one. When did Drifters come out? Was that out around that time too? No, Drifters might've. was later. Yeah, might later. Yeah, it might have, but I think they were all around similar, like not too too far apart. But I know yeah. that same year that this came out, Asterix War came out. Um, there was another one that came out called Blazers, where they went to a school and they had to fight with weapons that they manifested called Blazers. And it's like it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. And I've watched all of them. And it's crazy the trend, man. Yeah, when trends hit, they hit. But, yeah. Uh, what what anime would you say uh, you want a second season for? Man, nah, I wasn't as prepared because I'm not in the Facebook group. You can just hit me with one. Or two. I got a few. I got maybe one or two or three or four. <laughs> okay, you got a list. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Hey, uh, hey guys, um, I'm Polo. I'm not prepared. <laughs> but I got like one, two, three, or four uh, on my list that I wrote down. Uh, preemptive oh list because I, I, I think I knew Monto was going to ask me this question. And, uh, we didn't talk about this beforehand. Believe me, this is all impromptu, but right. I got a list anyway because I'm prepared. <laughs> Pull right. out. Here we go. Okay. So, of course, Goblin Slayer. Oh, beautiful, of course. Yeah. Give me Goblin Slayer. I'd be happy. Um, Darling in the Franks, even though that ending was a weak sauce for me. But we, we definitely want a season two. Yes, 100%. I want to know. I want to know more. I want to see him grow kids fighting. Uh, now, what else here? Oh, it's this one uh, slice of life anime that's super good. It's called uh, Convenience Store Boy Space Friends. So it's not boyfriends as in one word. It's uh, Convenience Store Boyfriends, which is so good. It came out last year, 12 episodes, slice of life. Um, the romance in it is so good, but it kind of don't wrap that up well. And then there's one more. Uh, well, two more. Knights and Magic. Are you hip to that? No. Knights and Magic is about this kid who gets transported to another world. (laughs) 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 But he's basically like, he's more advanced because he was a previous science. He was a previous like model maker. Like he used to do like Gundam models and shit. And he basically creates a better, a better mech for this world this time period because they use mechs but the mechs are used in like weird ways the way they're powered is different and the way they move is different but knights and magic he's like using his his previous world knowledge and creating these better mechs which is surprising because it's a mech anime um now i you please tell me you're hip to this if you haven't watched this one i'm gonna be so fucking pissed Uh-oh. this last one about to be sorry huh classroom of the elite <laughs> Oh nope. Never even oh, heard of that no. one, bro. Oh never, my god. Never heard of that one. Yo, listen. Is listeners. that uh is that one where it's like uh I might have started this one. Look it up on Funimation. Look it up on Funimation. The the main character is also the main character of Deku, but it's is more nonchalant. Now these people have 
fuck. It kind of reminds me of Daniel Rapper. This is not Assassin's Classroom, is it? No, 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 no. I mean, it's not like that is what I mean. Mm -mm. No, these these people get put in this classroom and they're they're trying to become the number one student. Ah, Damn, it's starting to it's starting to all come back to me at once. So my brain is a little flooded. But it's about these people who. This, this main character who pretends to not be as smart or as gifted as the people in this class. The people in this class are all extremely gifted and they go to this specific school that is placed on this island of gifted people. Kind of like Danganronpa, but except there's no real killing. But the way everything uh, goes out is I believe they have like a currency and if they don't, if they... I think the students have to gain this currency. And if you gain a certain amount of currency, your class gets to graduate and the rest do, don't or something like that. I'm gonna have to rewatch mm-hmm. it because it's so good, but it, it needs a season two because it, it left on the biggest cliffhanger and it came out like a year and a half ago. God, that's why I can't really remember it, but now I gotta, now I gotta watch it again. Mm-hmm. It's only 13 well, episodes. Well, I'm sorry for, uh, uh, this, this, um, disappointing you. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a seven nine three on my anime list, ranked popularity two ninety. But it's so good. The characters are so good too. I'm adding it to my list. I'm a I'm add it to my anime list as a plan to rewatch because uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> so uh, also on um, Facebook on the Mike Check Waifu Waifu group page, I um I asked um what was it yeah yesterday, am I the only one here who reads manga? Because sometimes it feels like I'm the only. Whenever I'm talking about manga, no one understands or knows what I'm talking about. But <laughs> we got people who responded. Some people want to read manga. Some people admit it that they can't read, um, <laughs> even, though they, even though they read the post. But, you know. Um, <laughs> Yo, I didn't even put that together. <laughs> uh, oh, but um, Carrie Leon Bivens, he made a, uh, he commented and said, uh, I prefer to read manga and got like 20 to 30 that I'm currently reading. And I'm like, let's go. I'm not the only one. It feels so good. Right. So I asked him, what are you reading? He's got a list. Damn. Okay. He got, that he list. got solo leveling one piece, Jojo Lin chainsaw man, the gamer promise Neverland, which we should actually be talking about the promise Neverland. Um, Boruto record of Ragnarok, God of high school, black clover, Dr. Stone, Samurai 8, Soul Land, One Punch Man, My Hero Academia, and then uh, Rising of the Shield Hero, which all of those, like, okay, granted, there's a couple here I don't know. I'm not going to read Boruto. Uh, I've been watching Boruto, but I'm not going to read it. Um, I need to watch it. I started like 70-something. So so many of these are really good. And um, uh, Mr. Bivens... Um, if you haven't yet, uh, read Twin Star Exorcist is another really good one. It's very shonen esque, but better than some of so many of the other shonen manga I've read. Uh, and that's a great list, dude. Like, I might have to add a couple of those. Mm. Polo, we gotta get you to read a manga or two. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say maybe I'll try to read one. Dude, the shonen, shonen the manga jump. don't hit. Like the same way washing does. Like it, I don't. I don't see how. I'm not gonna say it doesn't because I don't know, right? But I don't feel like it will. I mean, I get it, bro. But I'm just telling you, Shonen Jump uh, is two dollars a, a month, and you can read fifty chapters a day. 
two dollars a month for 50 chapters a day or hear me out (laughs) or i can watch i can watch it Mm, you know what that sounds like a good idea you know what i mean you know (laughs) a phantom pull up like come on man you gotta Uh, hey it is i i know it's more detail more story more lore in manga but I don't know. I'm gonna try it though. I'm gonna try it. Now maybe I'll find a slice of life or something that can throw yeah. down in. I think what you do, this and this is what I recommend. Don't look for anything more than three. No more than three um manga if you do. Uh find one you know you'll like. Like you you already read, I mean, watch Clinad. Read a yeah. read a Clinad manga. They might have some details in there that they didn't say in the anime. You might even be like, damn, you know. I really would have loved to have seen that or something like that, you know? Just something you know you'll like. True, true. All and right. And then give something else a chance, but, you know. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. But I think it's that time, brother. It is. Uh, it's my favorite time. Yeah. Episode 17 recap of The Great Demon Slayer. The Great. The Great. Now, this episode, basically, I, I'm not... If you you want to run it down, because wait, yeah. <laughs> wait, you're not you're not happy with this episode. I mean, it's cool. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so I'm not gonna say I'm not happy with it because I knew we we predicted this almost to a fucking T about mm-hmm. this episode was gonna go. Like we knew Zetsu would do some shit or Zenetsu or however you fucking say. Either way, it's you fine got his name me. right the second time, Zenetsu. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. look, overall. I'm just just overall episode to me. Now, be wait before you do that. Do not base it off the one slash. I'm not consider the entire episode. Okay. Overall, the episode to me, if it's a changing point, like if the next episode or in the future Zenetsu permanently has an attitude change, like attempts just overall to be better in every situation. This episode to me is a nine. If, so character, if he has character growth. If he remains the same, this episode's like two. Because, yeah. because it was hype. It was, it was so hype for certain parts. And other parts arguably were very annoying. And I'm okay with the annoying parts as long as we know what Zness is about to pop off and do. Me and the rest of the internet would wholeheartedly disagree. I mean, I get it though. <laughs> Cause I, this, I, I, I entirely understand that point of view though. Oh my God. It's, it's getting, it's getting egregiously just ridiculously disgusting. Like they're beating us over the head with it. I understand this story. Even the backstory was, I'm with the dude that was throwing the pear at him. Like, yo, the peach at him. I mean, yo, like, shut the fuck up with this crying <laughs> shit, bro. Like yeah, you're man. training to become a sword. If you're if you're gonna cry and run away, don't train. Don't train to become a demon slayer. Get the fuck out. You you don't you you don't belong. But when he got struck by lightning, I thought that shit was mad funny though. Yeah, right. I actually <laughs> thought it was super dope that it changed yeah. his hair color. Yeah, so, me too. So this episode basically starts off with uh your boy Zanetsu walking through the woods as normal. Crying uh, like a yeah, crying, you know, where is Tanjiro? Where is Nezuko? Inosuke is gone. You know, doing his typical one-two. <laughs> and he sees the spiders on the ground. He's like, oh, no, there's a bunch of spiders. And they're just trying to live and do their very best like I am, you know? Like talking, trying to hype himself up. 
but you know, it's not working very well because uh, Zanetsu's a punk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he feels like a little prick on his hand, you know, like, oh, I think I got bit by something. He keeps moving. He eventually comes to this like open plot where there's like a, a giant hole in the forest and there's a, a, a house in the, sky, in the sky or in the uh, air and bodies and whatnot being held up by spiders. Right. And he ends up seeing this spider head like with eight or this this human head with like eight spider legs crawl out the side and he like freaks out ah and, <laughs> and runs and hides in a tree or actually no he didn't even run and hide yet it was when when the the fool spider demon came out of the house like just you know on this silk line came yeah. out of the house like upside down and he sees the netsu and Zenetsu is like <gasps> freaks out and jumps in a tree. The spider is like, ah, okay, I've already got you. I bit you, and, or one of my spiders bit you, and you're going to transform into a spider too, just like them. And Zenetsu does his egregious amount of uh, crying, whining, crying. I'm so tired of that voice actor too. Bitching <sighs> and moaning. You wouldn't be tired of him though if they didn't make him do this role. If they didn't make him cry and whatnot, you would not be tired. <clears throat> but... I get it. Like I said, I get it because it is annoying. Um, it's been like this for six episodes, bro. Just for him, like everyone else it, is. Everyone else is having great transitions, great moments. Yeah, uh, but, we're loving. We're loving Inosuke's growth. The problem is, is, is he's in most of the episodes. <laughs> like most of the episodes, he's in for most of the episodes. I, I think, and I think that's why they cut him out, though, for most of the episodes, like the last couple episodes. He hasn't really been in the most of the other episodes. So up until this, like, this is the first episode we've gotten really was mostly focused on him. I don't know. Last episode, it was still, wait, was that? Yeah, the last episode, it was still 50% of him crying. Like, I timed it. I <laughs> timed it, bro. At 13 minutes, he was, like, it was all him crying. And then the rest was the uh, Nosuke and, and Tanjiro fight. That was 13 minutes of him crying. Well, I did uh, that shit on purpose. We get a, uh, <laughs> he gets caught up in a tree. He sees his hand is starting to boil and bubble over after Which the, the is, demon. Gross. It, it looked horrible. The demon explains to him basically he's going to turn into a hairless uh, spider baby. <laughs> and Tan, I mean not Tanjo, Zanetsu is like freaking out as per usual. He grabs his hair, sees his hair is falling out, and he starts to like reminisce about his past. How Which he's being pretty okay. Up. Yeah, that was that, pretty that, okay. That was one of the better parts because I mean, even though it, it still revolved around him whining and crying and whatnot. It was paced well. It was yeah, it was good pacing. Um yeah. What happens is obviously he's being trained by some guy um, who is one of the best demon slayers. Um, he reached the highest level of demon slayer. Yep. But along also, with that t- t- along with the dude that trained Tanjiro, but yeah. But also, um, we find out that uh, apparently Zenitsu had a, a gambling problem and had a large amount of debts, and this uh, his trainer paid off those debts, and in return, Tanjiro had to learn to be a demon slayer. Mm-hmm. Which basically, Tandro learned how to be a demon slayer against his wishes, but he still, he still got it. We find out that Tandro couldn't really learn anything. You know, he didn't really learn anything the whole time he was becoming a demon slayer. Uh, and up until he was struck by lightning, was the first time he was able to do one thing. 
and that's his uh his thunderclap uh, first form. Yeah, his thunderclap uh, or or uh, thunder breathing, um, thunderclap and flash was his first form, and it's the only one he knows of the three forms. Apparently, there's three forms, and he only he's only only, only been able to master one. Damn man, that lightning must be crazy. I mean, we know it's crazy. We've seen it. What it can do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Flash is crazy, but I'm talking about the other two forms. I want to see what that shit does. Right. We gotta we gotta get him to stop being a crybaby first. Yeah, true. And actually uh, train. Mm-hmm. If he becomes just if he just becomes another Tanjiro, that'll be great. This show will be the best show on the internet. Well, right now I, I can't. I'd agree. Uh, right now I would say. Yeah. Fire Force had a better episode this season. Yes, yes. This week. But that's overall, overall, yeah, Demon Slayer is still better in my personal opinion. So far. But uh, that that Slash, though, yes. So um, Tanjiro, or not Tanjiro, Zanetsu is trying multiple times um, because he falls from the tree and he passes out, which we know when he passes out what happens. It's almost like a whole other person enters his body. Even the demon was able to see it. It was like, who is this guy? The way he uh, moves, changing in midair. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the demon realizes that he keeps saying, uh, thunder breathing, first form, thunder breathing, first form, every time he moves, because he can only do the one move. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you're useless. You can't do anything to stop me, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. Same and, stance, yeah. Yeah, and eventually... Tandra, or oh, why do I keep saying Tandra? Zanetsu is able to get off the stance and he dashes towards him. And the spider, the spider spits out like a, a bat of like poison at him. And Zanetsu is able to spin in midair and so dodge dope. it. And then he finally 100% says, Thunder or Thunder breathing, Thunder clap, and flash. Zooms in. And boy, the demon no longer has a head. <laughs> He's like, wait, I get slashed? That's what the demon said yeah. as his head is falling. And you and see, is falling. Exactly. You see Zanetsu bouncing off the actual spider threads itself. Like the actual spider web that's laid there. He's jumping off of them mm-hmm. and he's moving so fast like nothing changes. He's just gone, right? Zanetsu is, in, is personally like, like, honestly, he's a monster. He's an Yo, absolute 100%. monster. He just needs some character development. He will be the strongest if he realizes his strength. And they like say the, that. Yeah. Yep. He, they they say he, he would be the strongest. He has the strongest power. He'd be able to defeat any enemy mm-hmm. if he was just able to use it and master it. Like, we got, we, we got to understand, we talk about a man who was struck by lightning and survived, and the worst thing that happened to him was he changed his skin color. Right. Oh man, I just God, I'm I'm over it. Like though, like the crying, I'm so over it. Like this is like you said, like you couldn't have said it any better. Like that's what we should use for the damn tease clip. By the way, <laughs> this episode is a nine. If if he changes his character, if he grows as a character, <laughs> if he doesn't, you're absolutely correct. This episode is a fucking two. I don't want to hear no ifs ands or buts about it. <laughs> and and that's the that's the sad thing though is that yes, like man, it's so sad the future is what depicts how this episode is gonna work we can't even just base the episode off of itself like we would like if this was like Tanjiro or Inosuke we base it mm-hmm. off of just them by themselves but we're tired of kind of seeing uh your boy Zenetsu 
stagnate. God, it's so it's getting so stale. It was just dragged on way too long. And I think maybe they realized that. It's only 26 episodes. We're on episode 17. Yeah. Well, <laughs> still crying. Yeah. I, I just, I sincerely hope that um, um, Zenetsu get some growth because that, that will dictate entirely if this will even, like, after this first season, even decide we want to continue to talk about this. Like, really. Yeah, true. Because this might be something we just watch in the background. Right, and it just turned into, like, Dr. Stone or something like that, and we switched to Force or something. <laughs> but yeah, man. other than that, though, this, this episode didn't end that way, though. It ended with Tanjiro and Inosuke fighting father. Right? Ugh. Oh, my <laughs> God. Because, okay, so Tanjiro noticed, you know, that, that, that Flash made a sound in the forest. So once that Flash made a sound in the forest, he's like, okay, well, what's that? And they start to head towards it, and they see this little girl, which was the last, I think that was the last person we had to meet, too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The, the daughter. So we meet the daughter, and the daughter, they're like, oh, it's a, it's another demon. And Nosuke instantly tries to attack her, of course, because he's a demon slayer. That's what he's supposed to do. And Tanjiro's like, no, wait, chill, bro. What you doing? Wait, slow down. He goes in, and he, and she calls father. Father comes in. With a fucking fist. And then it ends with Tanjiro saving Inosuke from being clobbered to death. We think, anyway. Maybe his arm don't even get cut off, because that's what it looks like. It looks like his arm was about to be hard enough to not be cut off by the way it ended. But uh, Tanjiro goes in for the slash to save Inosuke again, and they're about to fight Father, which is probably one of the 12. Or Or like you said, it could be the son. Well, so, and that's also where I'm kind of thinking, right? Yeah. Is that, like, the father seems like a very strong, like, pawn. Right. Like, he's just the meat. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's the, the brains of the operation. That's true. And that's why I think it's the son, right? Because yeah, he's I the agree. only one that has given us any actual dialogue other than the mother. And then, uh... The daughter said, I'll let father handle this, basically, and stepped away. And I think that, yes, the father is going to be mad strong because, they, as you saw, they cut his arm. (laughs) Or didn't. They didn't cut his arm. They swung (laughs) at his arm, and the the sword did not go through. So he's apparently got an extremely tough hide. They're not going to be able to defeat him like they were able to defeat many others. But it is nice to see that. I think he's just the muscle. I really do. I think that yeah, he's the I muscle. Agree. And I we're going to see that the either the son or even possibly the daughter, the real one of the 12. Let's, uh, now that that's wrapped up, let's go into the far-flung future, okay? Okay. Do you think Tanjiro's going to get the cure to save his sister? I... Let's just do a prediction right now on episode 7. I might check waifu, waifu. This is the prediction. I don't think that Tanjiro is going to get a cure for his sister. What I think is going to happen is I believe that um, Nezuko at some point will be in more of more in control of her demon powers. Mm. And she will be more like how that the demon guy is who's transforming them. And she will be able to uh, 
kind of like articulate and just live her life as a regular person without the need to feed on humans. Right. Um, but I don't think that they're ever going to get the cure. I think they're going to, I think they're going to get the cure, but the cure isn't going to cure. It's just going to do exactly what you just said. Turn her yeah. basically into the dude that turns people. Or the cure could be something completely messed up. Exactly. Where it's like the, the, like a bunch of people you have to kill like a hundred people and turn them into something and then they'll never do the cure. Yeah. I, I, I think we're, we're on the right track there. Remember, we got to come back to this episode to figure out if we were right or not. Episode, episode seven, we predict the ending of Demon Slayer. <laughs> oh, man. I guess that's it, man. With that, wraps. Episode seven, a mic check, waifu, waifu. What a- Polo, is that you? <laughs> ah, smooth. What a great show. What a great episode. Definitely, bro. Um, this is a good one. It's always a good one to have uh, when we have these talks. There's so many different um, opinions. Like everything switches up every week, man. We're like, this week, this is amazing. Next yeah. week, this is amazing. You know what would make me salty though? What? If I turn on Demon Lord Retry and like this last episode was like the best episode all Inspire week. Inspire yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and we just completely dismissed uh, this show. Oh, shit. I'm, now you're going to make me want to find out. No, I'm not. I'm, I am not watching that. <laughs> I'm going to let it stack and binge it through one day. Right. Um, I do want to say though, I do want to try to get a guest on here one time for the mod. And I have an idea. I'm going to talk to you about it after the podcast, too. All right. See what you think. But I do want to try to get some guests on here. But other than that, we appreciate y'all for listening to episode seven of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. You can catch it every Tuesday morning at 9.30 EDT. Um, almost on a dot. We haven't been late once. So there's that. Uh, we haven't missed the episode. I hope we, I mean, eventually we're probably going to miss the episode because Till is about to be a father of two in a little bit. So it may come a time where he may miss one. So bear with us on that. But we appreciate y'all so much for listening. Um, there's some stuff coming in the future. Uh, we'll probably talk about it later, but I want to just throw a little tease out there. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap this up. I am Polo Bornfly on Twitter, Instagram, and everything else. And I am King Teliano on Twitter, Naughty Gentleman on Instagram. Thank y'all so much for listening. And we are later. Bye. <laughs>